welcome back in to another Wealth Guardian show. Thanks for joining us today. Um, again, I want to uh, say a big thank you to all of our men and women uh, serving in the armed forces of the United States. Thank you for all your sacrifices and what you do for us, especially those of you who are sailing into harm's way in the um, North Korean situation. And I hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful Easter break. We sure did at our house. We had all the family in for for a big, uh, big Easter dinner, and um, and it was really wonderful with our new little grandson, Lachlan. So I thought today we haven't talked about stock market stuff in quite some time. So I thought I'd dedicate the whole show today to uh, where this market is. Is it overvalued, undervalued, or is it just right? I thought I'd do this at the first part of the show. The first segment, I thought I'd argue the bear case. Um, and then in the second uh, half, uh, second segment of the show, I thought I would argue the bull case and then wrap the show up with with my opinion for, for, for whatever that's worth. Um, so let's just, just get started with some technicals. Looking at the market today um, on a daily chart, uh, looking at the 50-50 uh, strategy, which I've talked about so much on this program, uh, for those new listeners, the 50-50 strategy is basically looking at a 50 moving average line in relationship to the price of the market and also the relative strength index uh, as measured by the 20 scale um, and 50 being the midpoint of, of, of that scale. So the market peaked on the daily chart at the 1st of, of March, right around 2400, and it's been uh, kind of in a very modest downturn ever since then. We sit right at 2341 uh, on the S&P 500. Uh, it's actually giving a slight 50-50 sell signal on the daily chart. In fact, it made that sell signal somewhere around April 10th. Um, and looking at the uh, chart itself, the price has actually formed a very small head and shoulders pattern, which has completed here at 2341, and that would indicate a downside price target of around 23, or excuse me, 22.95, and that's about another two percent from here. Uh, at that level, 2295, 2300 is very good, solid support. Uh, if it should break that, uh, then the next level would be somewhere around 2270, and it also has solid, solid support there. So, what I'm seeing on the daily chart is a little bit more back and forth, um, sideways uh, action with some slight uh, downward bias to a support level of around 2300. Interestingly, interestingly enough, in in this whole um, head and shoulders pattern, we have a pennant or a flag formation, and generally, the market will break out of that flag formation one way or the other and run pretty high. And typically, when it does, the breakout is a continuation. So we've been in an upside continuation pattern now for quite some time. So my feeling is once it breaks out of this pennant, it will continue an upside move and probably make make new highs off of off of this situation. But let's talk about uh, the 50-week moving average. 
50-week moving average um, is still in an uptrend, still looking good. And this is a great indicator. I've told you folks you need to have an exit strategy. You also need to have an entry strategy. And this one is a great one to use. I can teach it to you in less than 30 minutes. And I, I you know, I used to teach courses to, to folks uh, about uh, technical analysis and the 50-50 uh, strategy, but I just don't have time to do that now. I love teaching it. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. But I'll tell you what I will do. For the first 10 callers on this show today, I will teach you the 50-50 strategy. You come into my office. I can do it in less than 30 minutes. It's really easy. And for the first time in your life, you're going to know when to get out of the market and then when to get back in the market. And it's not hard to learn. And I will do that for you at no cost, no obligation. So call us, the first 10 at 336-391-3409, 336-391-3409. Incidentally, the weekly 50-50 strategy, strategy is pretty darn close to what institutions use. But this strategy that I'm going to teach you gives you a little bit of an upper hand on the institutions. Bringing that relative strength component in is going to get you out a little bit ahead of them, and that's important because that's like standing in front of a wide-open freight train. If you let those institutions start selling um, or buying, for that matter, before you do. All right, 336-391-3409. So let's take a look at some fundamental situations going on in this market for the bearish case. Um John Hussman, uh, I don't know if you folks know that name, but he's pretty famous in the Wall Street uh, crowd. He's a uh, professor of uh, economics at the University of Michigan, but also he runs uh, a mutual fund company called the Hussman Funds. He said, um, run, just run from this overvalued S&P 500. It's the most dangerous and overvalued stock market on record. He says it's worse than 2007, worse than 2000, and even worse than 1929. To quote, presently we observe the broadest market valuation extreme in history, with the steepest median valuations on record and the most reliable capitalization weighted measures with a few percentage points of the 2000 peak. So basically what he's saying here is, in his opinion, this is one of the most overvalued stock markets ever, and they always end badly. Now, has he been wrong? Yeah, of course. Everybody's not perfect. Um, he's been wrong several times, but maybe he was just early in his call. He was very correct and prescient about the 2000 and 2008 crashes before they happened. And um, he was even outspoken before many others were. So this is from the World Bank. Uh, basically, it says the U.S. stock market value is now valued more than 150% of our GDP. In other words, the value of our stock market is 50% more than all the goods and services we produce as a country. That is way beyond historic norms. And it's about the same extreme we were in 2000. All right, let's move on to another situation. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Professor Bob Schiller. And um, to give you some update on Bob Schiller, uh, Professor Schiller is um, 
a Yale economist. He's a Nobel Prize winner. Uh, he has built several different indices. One of the most famous is the government uses to quote home prices every month. It's called the Case-Shiller Home Price Index. Um, but Bob Schiller won the Nobel Prize for something called a CAPE ratio. That stands for Cyclically Adjusted Price Earnings Ratio. Bottom line is, he says, you just can't use an arbitrary number to say that a market or a stock is is overvalued if its P.E. is 10 and it's undervalued if its P.E. is, is you know, 9 or 8. He says P.E.s are going to adjust. They're going to expand. They're going to contract based on interest rate movements, economic cycles, and, and so forth. So basically what, what Bob is saying is that this market, by every measure of his cape, is overvalued, uh, overvalued to uh, extreme levels. Um, to give you an idea of where we are in this cycle, on his CAPE ratio, uh, we are right at Black Tuesday of 1929. I mean, right at it. We are ahead, slightly ahead of where we were in the summer of 2007. We are considerably underneath where we were in March of 2000. Each one of those scenarios, folks, um, what resulted right after those peaks was a massive decline. In 1929, uh, we lost 90% of stock market value. In 2000, going into 2002, it was well over 50%. And if you recall, the biggest overvaluation of that market was in the NASDAQ. That was, remember, the dot-com bust? The tech stocks, the NASDAQ itself, lost 90% of its value in that 2000 to 2002 market. And then we still, some of us still remember 2007 into nine. Uh, that market lost 53% of, of its value. So there we are. We're right there again at, uh, at some of the highest stock market valuations uh, in, in history. I've quoted my friend Tim Wood many times um, with his uh, DNA markers. All five of the DNA markers set up last year, and then um, they were broken. They were broken by the election, the Trump rally. That has never happened in the history of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. When those five DNA markers set up, it generally indicates the next bear market. So what in the world happened this time to cause the DNA markers to fail? It never happened before. I guess they say records are made to be broken, right? Well, that's an interesting outcome. We're going to examine why those DNA markers were broken, and we're going to look at the bullish case for the market uh, in, in the next half. So stay with us here. But before we go there, again, I want to remind you, um, I would love to be able to teach 10 of the first callers today uh, the 50-50 strategy. It's easy, and folks, once you learn it, it's only going to take you maybe five seconds to look at a chart at the end of the day to determine, do you stay in the market? Do you get out of the market? Or is it time to get back in the market after having gotten out of the market? I'm telling you what, it's perfect for you folks to help you manage your 401ks. Absolutely a perfect situation for you to learn. Never again are you going to lose 50% of your 401k dollars 
if you learn this 50-50 strategy. So give us a call, you first 10. You're going to spend about 30 minutes with me, maybe less. It is not a hard strategy to learn. That's 336-391-3409 to learn how to build yourself an exit strategy and an entry strategy to this crazy, messed up, but wonderful stock market. We'll be back in a moment with more Wealth Guardians. Welcome back into the Wealth Guardian Show. Today, we're talking all things stock market. Um, in the first uh, half of the show, I tried to argue the bear case for the market, and now I'm going to turn that around and try to argue the bull case for this market, because obviously in a stock market, uh, it takes two to tango, right? you got to have buyers and sellers. And um, we obviously have buyers uh, in this market today. Um you know, the thing about this market, the bull case for it, let's let's start with a technical piece. I, I ran across this article the other day as I was doing uh, show prep, and it's very interesting in that we're talking about the VIX, the volatility index. And, and for you folks that don't know what that is, the VIX basically moves uh, opposite of stock market price. It, it's kind of a fear index. So in other words, if the VIX is going up, the stock market's going down and vice versa. And there is a level of uh, what we call complacency um, around a 12 number on the VIX. And the VIX can go from zero to, I mean, sky high. Um, but this one technical indicator, which uh, the head tech analyst for Oppenheimer, Ari Wild, uh, saw, basically says this. Since 1990, market gains double when this happens, and it just happened. So what he's talking about here, um, the VIX just recently hit a level of 16, coming from a low of around 11. And what he's talking about is if you have a volatility index that hits a high level like this, while at the same time stock prices are moving up, but having a little bit of volatility mixed in between, then typically every time it's done that, uh, stock prices are 50% higher a year later. And that's pretty wild. So he says, based on what just occurred here, then it makes sense to buy the dips. And, um, you know, if he's right, it absolutely does. But that's a very interesting um, observation, I think, from a technical viewpoint. Let's get into the more fundamentals of this bullish case for, for the stock market. And, and let's go back to election night. Um, I know I've told you folks Donald Trump's never been a, a big favorite of mine. I never really cared, watched his, his shows. And, and honestly, uh, you know, what was it, 17 Republican challengers that started the primaries out? He was my 17th choice. Um, but anyway, nevertheless, he prevailed. And that night, watching the election returns, uh, we were deep, deep uh, in the red. I mean, we were limit down on the futures, um, which indicated to everybody exactly what the market uh, or the election outcome was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a, a big-time Hillary win. And then all of a sudden, like magic, these futures turned around. 
and they started racing up. And I guess this was sometime around about 9.30, 9-ish, something like that. And I looked over at my wife and I said, Babe, I think Trump's going to pull this thing out. Now, why would I have said that with the futures turning up, Trump pulling the thing out? Why did this market soar after, indeed, he was elected president of the United States? Three things, I think. Three very, very fundamental things. I mean, the the market's up 11% since his election. It's three fundamental um, points on his platform. And I have to tell you, I absolutely agree with all three of them. The first one is repealing and replacing Obamacare. Obamacare is an absolute fundamental disaster for this economy. It is taking more dollars out of your pocket every single day, and it's going to get worse. Those are dollars that you could be using somewhere else in the economy. And folks, do not lose sight of velocity of money. For every dollar you put into this economy, it multiplies. It's magic. I mean, it, it's worse than putting two little bunnies together. You know, you put two little bunnies together, and before you know it, you've got two dozen bunnies. Well, the velocity of money in our economy is the same way. So if you can get rid and replace Obamacare with something more practical, cheaper, and better, that's what this market's got priced into it right now. There's another thing this market's got priced into it. Solid tax cuts, both on corporate and personal. Do you understand corporate America has the highest tax rates of any country in the world? Our top corporate tax rate is 35%, while most countries are 15%. How do we compete with that? And by the way, you do understand, at least I hope you do, companies don't pay taxes. You and I pay their taxes in the form of higher prices of the goods and services we buy from them. So this market has got a lot of tax cuts built into it, a ton. Let's hope and pray that we get them. The next one, border control. We're spending a ton of money on illegal aliens, both in terms of uh, social uh, entitlements that they get, in terms of the law-breaking that they do, some of them, when when they come here. Um, This has to be controlled. So we've got a market right now that is priced to absolute perfection. Obamacare, repeal and replace, tax cuts that got to happen, and border control. And yet, what, what do we see going on? We see these three fundamental pillars of Trump's platform being obstructed and fought with every single turn and breath of the Democratic Party and even some in the Republican Party. I'm telling you right now, if these things don't happen, I think there'll be trouble for the market down the road. Now, if they come about, then I believe we're going to see significantly higher prices in stocks before we we see lower prices. You know, let me, you know, if you if you just turn turn the show on, we're talking about the stock market today, and I want to ask you a question about that. Do you believe there's another financial crisis like the one in 2008 and do you want to have happen this time what happened to you that time? And first, what are you going to do to make sure what happened that time doesn't happen again? And 
Why do you continue to use a strategy that you already know doesn't work? Did it work for you last time? Are you really going to let this happen to you and your family again? Finally, if there was no cost or obligation, would you want to know some strategies that would guarantee you that you would never lose money again? And what if we could show you strategies that would put you in a position to take advantage of rather than being hurt by negative events in the economy? Would you want to know this information before or after the next downturn? So again, if there's no cost or obligation for you to get this information, would it be worth 45 to 60 minutes of your time? Please pick up the phone right now and call me for an appointment. 336-391-3409. I'd love to have this conversation with you. 336-391-3409. One other last note on on uh, the bullish side of of the um, stock market is it has been, and I don't think anybody can de- deny it. This market since two thousand and nine has been been supported by central bank intervention uh, all over the world. And as long as I think they're in um, in this market, I think you're going to see the market at least trend sideways, if not up. Now, the Fed has already announced that they intend to increase interest rates this year, and they also announced, I think it was last week, right before Easter break, uh, that they intended to start um, uh, whittling down at their $4 trillion balance sheet. Now, what that means is that's the printing of money you've heard so much about. That's how they've stuffed this market. Uh, So if they start to pull that out from under the market, that could be um, an issue. All right. Now we're coming to the time where I'm going to give you my humble opinion for for what it's worth. I said a moment ago that this market is priced for perfection, and I believe it. Um, A lot of people out there say, oh, but it's different this time. we got the central bank in there supporting the market. We've got optimism, um, Trump tax cuts, uh, repeal and replace, border control, repatriate all the corporate money that's overseas. And yes, like I said before, if that happens, then the market goes higher. But I guess I've been in this business long enough to know that um, it really isn't different this time. It may look different. I heard the same words, the very same words, at the beginning of 2000. We had companies out in Silicon Valley that would never make a profit that were priced to the moon. Um, I remember one in particular called AskJeeves.com. Basically, what it was is uh, you'd call this company up with a question, and, and they had this room full of folks who would research it and call you back, and that was their business model. How in the world they were ever going to make a profit is beyond me, but they were able to IPO this thing and make uh, hundreds of millions of dollars for for people, but it went bust. Uh, but it was different that time, right? Everybody said that. It's different this time. It is not different this time. I'm a technician first, a fundamentalist second. Um, I have studied the market for most of my professional career. You know, I've got all these credentials behind my name, which basically, you know, for what it's worth, um, says I know a little bit. Uh, My belief is that um, this market runs a little bit higher may even break out to, to new highs, especially if it breaks out of the pennant formation 
uh, and, and, and moving, moving up out of that pennant formation. But I believe that this market is destined to go lower. There's this thing called a, um, uh, a reverse to the means or retracement to the means. And we are, uh, in my opinion, way over uh, average price points for, for this cycle of the market, way overdue for a correction. And, and I think it could go lower. It could go much lower depending upon what happens geopolitically. Uh, the North Korean thing, I think, will come to a head soon. Um, it'll be interesting how that happens. Uh, do not think that uh, this president won't use uh, our military to stop Kim Jong-un. He will. Um, that could be a dangerous situation for uh, this stock market in particular. My humble opinion, this market will... Uh, go higher before it goes lower, but it will go lower. Uh, I think eventually out of the lows that it sets, it will break out to new highs if Donald Trump can get the three major points of his platform in place. I think the market moves much higher at a point four to five years down the road before we hit some major lows. The major lows coming up is what concerns me for you. So call us at 336-391-3409 and learn how to avoid the stock market lows that are ahead of us. Thank you for listening today on the Wealth Guardian Show, and we'll be back next week. 